to Pop Culture Crush. It's me, Jessica. I haven't talked to you all in so long, it feels like. How have you been? I hope you are fantastic because I have absolutely missed all of you. Now, today, I am pleased to welcome a brand new guest to Pop Culture Crush. It's Liam Poach, co-host of the Earful of Dirt podcast. But more importantly for our show, he is a huge Star Wars fan. Thanks for joining us, Liam. Tell us a little bit about how you got into Star Wars. Thanks, Jess. Uh, It's great to be on Pop Culture Crush. Uh, Obviously, I've been working with your husband, Coco, for a little bit on the Earful of Dirt podcast. Um, You know, I've heard nothing but great things. And so in regard to Star Wars, like a lot of millennials my age, I was a Harry Potter kid first. And from there, I just kind of became enthralled with the concept of Tolkien-esque world building. While I was always a fan of the Star Wars movies to a degree because of those reasons, it wasn't really until the end of my senior year of high school that I began to kind of, you know, look into the Star Wars lore beyond the films. And what I found was a world that was just a hundred times, you know, a <laughs> hundred times further than Harry Potter ever could have, you know, and saying that's crazy. And, and Harry Potter should, should go that far, but that's a conversation <laughs> for another show. And, <laughs> You know, with, with almost in like in this world, they you know for Star Wars, it has almost as much attention to detail as Tolkien uh, paid himself to, uh, to his characters and to his world building. Wow! And you know, so from from there on, since I've just kind of been consuming as much Star Wars content as possible, mostly within the new canon, uh, with some exceptions into the Legends timeline. For for those listeners who might not be aware, there there is two different sects of of Star Wars timeline. There's the current canon which is the official timeline under Disney. And then there's mm-hmm. known, sometimes known as the EU or mostly known as Legends, which was uh, most most of the literary publications uh, prior to the, the purchase of Lucasfilm by Disney. And so since then, there's been a whole cavalcade of new content coming out by a lot of really good progressive writers uh, who have just been adding whole new frontiers uh, to the Star Wars universe. And that's kind of why I'm here to talk because there's a huge or uh, a huge announcement just recently happened that uh, this past Monday. Yeah. And you know, that's exactly kind of what we want you to talk about. What is that major announcement uh, that's kind of going to really impact the Star Wars universe? Yep. What, so, what is this announcement? Yeah. So on Monday night at 10 p.m., as I was hosting the Earful of Dirt podcast, <laughs> uh, Disney, in conjunction with Lucasfilm, they announced the details of the much hyped Project Luminous. So, Essentially, what it's going to be, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be uh, an interconnected as well uh, as standalone stories that are going to be told through literary mediums, meaning novels as well as comics. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be it's going to be great because rather than a whole new trilogy of film, it's going to be this spread out mass media that you're going to be able to consume in so many different ways, which is just going to challenge you know, viewers to use their imaginations in, in a lot of different ways that I feel like Disney is trying to been push us towards. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the time period that they're going to be covering is about 200 years prior to the beginning of the Skywalker saga. Um, oh, geez. Yep. And it's in, going to be in a period dubbed the high Republic, which is largely unexplored in both the canon and the legends timelines. That's what project luminous is going to kind of flesh out is what were the Jedi, you know, really about, uh, before the you know the, before the ultimate plot of of Emperor Palpatine, also known as Darth Sidious, began to take effect two hundred years after this particular oh wow particular yeah time. yeah so that's all, really cool yep so 
Already, we have confirmation of the first work to kick off this series. It's going to be a novel by Charles Soule, dubbed The Light of the Jedi, and which is really cool. It's, it's, it's already given us the name of two new Jedi uh, who are unknown uh, thus far in Star Wars lore. It's going Ooh. to be there's going to be a Wookiee Jedi. That's right, you know, <laughs> Wookiee Jedi. <laughs> Love it. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. So it's Buryaga Agaburi is going to be the okay. name of the Wookiee Jedi. And there's one other female human Jedi uh, to be introduced by the name of Avar Chris. This uh, is so interconnected. It's crazy. So Disney, essentially, what Disney is doing is they're spinning this web. Uh, or this, or you could say this web has already begun to be spun yeah. years before. What what they're saying is Project Luminous is going to be kind of the center of this web, tying it all together within the Star Wars literary universe. And I just think that's it, it's so cool that that they're finally kind of creating this you know creative hub, uh, you know creative hive mind of of all these authors, of all these artists to kind of come together and really give you know some solid foundation to this uh, to this sect of the storytelling fandom. But I think that's one of the things that makes Star Wars so, you know, so unique is that there's so many different kinds of uh, of fandom perspectives going into it. And so that when you have a group like this of authors, of of artists in general, who are also invested into the universe, getting together to create new stories and tales, I think, that, you know, the ceiling, the, the potential for how good this project could be is exponential. That is so exciting. This sounds like such a huge undertaking (laughs) on their part. So I guess in honor of this news, I was hoping you'd share a Star Wars themed pop five with us. Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, as long as I'm on pop culture crush. So since Project Luminous is mainly literary, I'm going to go with my top five literary universe installments within the Star Wars universe. Awesome. I'm so excited for this. Like we talked about a little bit before we started recording. Um, I just don't think this is talked about a lot. No. It, the literary aspect of it. You, you know, it, it's really not, which is really a shame, just considering how big the uh, how big the Legends universe used to be, you know, and how much bigger the, uh, the, the Disney canon is getting. There's so yeah. much more Star Wars content out there that fans could be consuming. And unfortunately, I think people really get hung up on the films a lot. That's yes. why they start to get over overanalyzed, over criticized. Not not to say that you know people don't have a right to analyze and criticize. Yeah, <laughs> God, absolutely. I, I, I don't want to open that Pandora box. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm going to give my top five uh, favorite literary universe installments because just like I said, there's so much good content out there. Um, That's. Yep. Fantastic. So, so number five, I'm going to go with Bloodline by Claudia Gray, who is one of the Project Luminous uh, authors who is going to be heavily involved um, you know, in, in the forthcoming releases. So Bloodline is uh, essentially, it, it takes place after the Battle of Endor, after the Emperor and the Empire have fallen, and it takes place uh, about 10 to 15 years um, after all that, while Leia is serving in the New Republic Senate. So this oh, is wow. so this is before the Force Awakens kicks off. It's just, it's a much it's a very political novel. It shows the seeds of the First Order being planted. Obviously, there's a lot of political parallels to uh, you know the recent rise in in, in nationalistic uh, political leanings that we're seeing in the world today. And yeah. that's pretty obvious. And you know it's it's very very in line with with with, with classical Star Wars, I would say. And Claudia Gray okay. is is a wonderful author, and I'm very glad she's involved in this project. So at number four, another Claudia Gray 
piece. Again, I, I think she is just one of the best Star Wars authors out there. Number four, Master and Apprentice. Uh, this was a recent publication just last year. Oh, wow. And, okay. And so this is probably... This novel is the closest to this time period, uh, to the uh, to the High Republic time period that they're, that Luminous is going to be exploring. That that we've come in the new canon. It follows a very young Obi Wan Kenobi as he's just beginning his apprenticeship under Qui Gon Jinn. Obviously, Qui Gon Jinn played by the great Liam Neeson in the Phantom yeah. Menace. Obi Wan Kenobi played by Ewan McGregor, who was <laughs> great. I, so I know I know I know this isn't Star Wars. Ewan McGregor's performance in uh, in the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I oh, gotta see it. You, you definitely need to. Yeah, so at the time of this recording, uh, <laughs> yes, you, you need to get on that. But, uh, <laughs> I will. <laughs> but uh, but a, a book like Master and Apprentice just says to me that Claudia Gray is the perfect author to have involved because she, it, just reading that novel, you th- you see that she truly gets the, the philosophical implications of the Force and of what uh, you know, and, and of what it takes to be a Jedi uh, d- at at a time when the Jedi aren't aren't necessarily worried about universe, uh, you know, u- universe affecting implications, like in, in in some sort of conflict. Yeah. Um, so at, at number three, not a lot of people have heard about these. These are the are, are, I should I shouldn't say not a lot of people because it is pretty popular. The Doctor Aphra comics by Kieran Gillen. So Doctor okay. Aphra, Doctor Aphra depends how some people pronounce it. She is a, I guess you could say, a intergalactic archaeologist who loves crime. She, <laughs> she, she has a great appreciation appreciation for history, but as much as she appreciates it, she also knows how to sell it. She's she's gained a reputation for stabbing people in the back in order to get what she wants, and so basically, these comics follow her around as she. Uh, you know, as she goes about her her career as a intergalactic archaeologist, who also happens to be on the run and on the bad side of none other than Darth Vader. Oh, so it's 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 a wonderful, wonderful series. Very, it's also LGBTQ friendly, uh, with a, with a number of of, of of very strong characters in in that regard. Pretty dark, pretty dark, with uh, but it's also very humorous. So. So those of us with a perhaps a more cynical outlook <laughs> might, might really uh, might, might really find this comic attractive. Uh, my number two, the Thrawn trilogy by none other than Mister Timothy Zahn. Um, I had to throw the whole trilogy kind of under yeah. one. Yeah, just because you can't talk about one of them without mentioning the other two. Um, the the Thrawn trilogy uh, following the. Uh, following the escapades of Admiral uh, of Grand Admiral uh, Mithron Yorodo, who became a very popular character during the Legends timeline and was reintroduced in the uh, in the Dave Filoni uh, animated series Rebels, yeah. So 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 Thrawn has become one of the most popular lit- uh, popular literary characters, and the implications of those stories are are still are still expected to be felt in future Star Wars projects without giving away too much to any of the listeners. Yeah. So definitely check out the Thrawn trilogy by Timothy Zahn. Also check out Timothy, Timothy Zahn as an author in general. And my number one, this novel is criminally, criminally underrated, even within the (laughs) Star Wars fandom. Uh, This novel is called dark disciples and it's by Christy golden. And this novel is a love story, uh, you know, at, at, at its core, but it also shows some of the true flaws and hypocrisies uh, of the Jedi, which is something that's also not talked about a lot about people tend to think of the Jedi as just these ultimate good guys who can do no wrong. And this book really proves that it's not 
Um, and so the, the main premise of this book is, you know, of course, Jedi are not supposed to give in to their anger. And, as, and that, you know, includes assassination, even in times of war. However, mm-hmm. in the, however, in this book, the Jedi decide that ass- the assassination of Count Dooku is deemed ethical enough in order to end the war. However, yeah. in, in order for a Jedi to carry out something as cold-blooded as an assassination, they have to tap into the dark side. So oh, the Jedi, in, uh, the, I guess they could say they hire a former Sith apprentice of Count Dooku by the name of Asajj Ventress, who is my favorite character in all of Star Wars. Really? Uh, she, yeah, she, she is a banished uh, female, uh, former female Sith apprentice who has become a bounty hunter. And they, in, they, they, in, uh, they enlist her help to try to find and ultimately assassinate Count Dooku. And she trains a trusted Jedi mercenary by the name of Quinlan Voss in the lighter side of, of, the, of the dark side of the forest. However, things start to get out of control, and it ultimately leads to both of them questioning their paths, uh, the, the, uh, questioning their past, questioning their futures, and where they stand within the realm of the force. Uh, wow. I, can't, I, I can't recommend this novel enough to those that want to uh, read a little bit more about the Clone Wars that went largely unexplored in Dave Filoni's oh. original uh, animated series. So yeah, so that, so that is my top five. So just to run down that, that's Bloodline, oh. Master and Apprentice, Doctor Afra, Thrawn, and Dark Disciples. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for sharing your list and for being on here. And how can folks find you like on social media? Where they where can they find you at? So on Twitter, you can find me at Poacher Rugby. Uh, you know, as as you as I think I've mentioned at the beginning of the show, I am usually one of the hosts of the Earful the Dirt podcast. We are Major League Rugby's number one podcast. Uh, if you can find us at Earful of Dirt on Twitter, earfulofdirt.com, or on Facebook, Earful the Dirt. Uh, I am also uh, with the New England Free Jacks team media, so definitely look up the New England Free Jacks on your social media. They're New England's premier professional rugby team. Um, yeah, I would love to hear from you guys on Twitter, once again, at Poacher Rugby. Always down to talk Star Wars, talk rugby, talk anything. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Liam. And everybody, that's it for today. What about all of you listening? What do you love about Star Wars? What are you most looking forward to with the new project? Are you going to check out any of these books? Let me know. I'm on all the social medias at Pop Culture Crush. You know me. I have the little pink background with the little black TV. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope you have a great weekend, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. See ya.